everybody, this is Townsend. Thank you so much for tuning in. The goal of this podcast is to cover a vast variety of topics regarding mental health, struggles, share people's stories, and hopefully remind you that you're not alone. I hope you enjoy. All right, what is up, everybody? It is Townsend. We're on it. You're not alone with Townsend. I'm so excited to have one of my buddies, Matt Chrisman. He actually reminded me not too long ago. We go back all the way to elementary school. Um, I was like, yeah, we went to the same high school. He's like, no, dude, I've known you like your whole life. Um, I probably, did I even talk to you? I was like painfully shy in elementary. Yeah, we, okay. uh, let's see, we had Miss Aikman in fifth No grade. way. How do you remember this? Lockhart in sixth grade. And I loved her. Yeah. I feel like once once I started talking, we became really good friends because we were both in like the music, like kind of punk rock group with Sarah Ann and all those people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, elementary, I barely remember it. I'm sure it's related to something, but like I was painfully shy. Like the teacher would call on me and I'd just black out, be like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> It's sadly true. Anyway, back to the point. I'm super excited about this. All right. So today we're going to be talking about not only mental health, but physical health. And it's uh, basically how it plays part into your mental health. So I wanted Matt on here because he's like the guru of physical health. Um, if you look this guy up, he's a big deal. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Who the heck is Matt Crispin? And what is your specialty? Uh Matt Christian here. Um, got dogs barking. Got whole circuits. Um, I'm currently uh, originally from, I guess, La Rock, Arkansas would be home, and uh, currently reside in Tampa, Florida, with um, my wife and my four dogs. And uh, yeah, got a circus, right? Uniform. <laughs> so, and um, I currently run a business called Next Level Pain Solutions. Uh, recently rebranded not too long ago as the muscle mechanic at Next Level Pain Solutions, uh, located inside MI40 Gym, which is a destination gym for a lot of these big bodybuilder people. But uh, I'm technically a neurosomatic therapist, and uh, I pretty much help people get out of pain through a non invasive non-chiropractic, non-surgical approach through uh, manual therapy with my hands and other different machines and things like that. So, yeah. Wow. That is, that is way above my pay grade. It sounds like neuro something, 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 something. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. When I, when I think back, we were in like, um, gosh, what was that class we were in? It was like advanced chemistry or something like that. I never thought we'd like be adults one day. And now yeah. you're like all smart and fixing people. What? Right. Yeah. That's crazy. I love it. Yeah. All right. So, so what the heck made you want to specialize in neurosomatic therapy and what made you want to branch off and start your own business? Um, well, maybe, well, it's actually through my own pain. I was kind of dealing with, you know, I was dealing with some nagging knee pain, low back pain. I wasn't able to, able to do some of the things I want to do, like work out and kind of daily activities and things like that. And, you know, I uh, would always go to the doctor and they always tell you, you know, you know, you should just take a break from working out and all these other activities. And, you know, here's here, take this pill. It's always here. Take this pill. Right. It's just like give you a bandaid. They train the symptom, not the source of the issue. And uh, physical therapy at the time, which physical therapy now has gotten really, really good now depending on obviously who you go to, but it was when I was 
going through physical therapy was just kind of like going through the motions almost like, all right, here, get on the tension here. Here's some exercises for you to do at home. All right, we'll see you later. You know, it's like, thanks for your copay. Thanks for being here for 10 minutes as well. And, you know, it's just kind of like, what, when it's not, you know, what it should have been. And, uh, and then I came across, uh, one of my good friends, uh, she's a doctor of chiropractic, but she focuses more on soft tissue work. And, uh, that kind of sparked my interest because I was kind of her practice done for some, her practice dummy for a certain uh, certifications that she was working on. And so she pretty much said, Hey, I'll treat you for free. If you let me practice, you know, for these different search I'm working on. I'm like, yeah, sure. And it was kind of crazy when she was working on me. It's just where I was like, well, that's not where the pain's at. She's like, yeah, I know where you think the pain is, is where you think the pain is at. It's not where it's stemming from. And that kind of like stuck with me. And I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. Like I would have like shoulder pain and she'll be pressing back here. Um, somewhere on my back shoulder and that's where the pain stemmed from so that kind of sparked my interest in to get into um, body work and helping people like that are dealing through pain so yeah absolutely so I remember telling you I did something similar it's like I don't I can't remember what it's called something like it was a little more complex than like a deep tissue massage but I was having a lot of trouble with my wrist from like overuse from guitar so they thought uh, mm -hmm. And I went into this specialized, this lady that specializes in it. And she's like, no, no, no. It's up at your spine and your shoulders are off whack. And so right. basically, yeah, like it's the same thing. It's not really your wrist. It goes all the way back to your spine. So that's really cool that people like you can like fix it instead of put a band aid right. on it. I, yeah. Identify the actual issue. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. For kicks and giggles who are some of the biggest clients you've worked with? So I know for me, I always look at your page because I think it's awesome to be like, see you like flexing next to these huge like WWE wrestlers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. Like just between me and you and everyone listening, who are some of the biggest people you've worked with? Uh, I've dealt with an actor who's an actor on, is a movie, is a character on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, okay. David Kiefer. Okay. Uh, he's uh, he plays Drax. Yep. Um, and then uh, worked on. I don't remember the the show. The uh, the, what is it? The Ultimate Fighter. It's basically the show for like UFC for all these aspiring MMA fighters trying to make it to the UFC or get a contract or a fight. Uh, worked on this guy named Josh Rafferty. He was on the first season ever of the um the Ultimate Fighter. So, which was cool. Um, and of course, all your several WWE guys like uh, John Cena. Um, I've worked on Hulk Hogan. What? Uh, yep. And uh, also, I've worked with WWE champion Drew McIntyre. He's actually a great friend of mine. Um, and yeah, Sheamus. He was. He's. He was also in the newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. The first or second one. He played Rocksteady, I think. Wow. And uh, yeah. Uh, and I work on a big time lawyer, um, who kind of dealt with like fraud, like the whole Enron, Bernie Madoff stuff and Lehman uh, Brothers. So yeah, I yeah. work with them as well. So yeah, a couple of, you know, well-known people as well as, uh, I mean, if you're into the bodybuilding scene, I work on, uh, Terrence Ruffin, who's a big classic physique competitor. Uh, he's two time. Arnold's classic champion and I've worked on uh Nick Walker who's also another big name in the bodybuilding industry as well so yeah I worked on some 
some pretty high names. I actually was counting the other day, the Olympia, which is the Super Bowl of bodybuilding, mm-hmm. is coming up here in the next couple of weeks. I actually was counting. I was like, oh, I'll work on 10 Olympians who are going to be competing at the show. So I was like, oh. That, so was, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah, no. So I was like, man, that's pretty wild. I don't even think about that, you know? So mm-hmm. it was pretty I cool. Love, to I love how you just on. like nonchalantly, I'm like, mm, no big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like people too. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I never, you know, try to gas them up too much you know sure, like I sure. never, you don't want to like fangirl when they walk in no nah, i don't think i ever have fan i never really fangirled or in like that team of clients yeah yeah no you gotta act in control you're about to like rub yeah. on their muscles i'm not gonna lie so i see you post these videos of these huge men and women laying down on your table and there are muscles that i didn't know existed i'm like oh, yeah. what is that you want yeah. me to rub that i don't even right. know what that is right no, there's definitely uh, definitely a lot more muscles than you think. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to You're Not Alone with Townsend. If you're enjoying these live streams and podcasts and want to see them continue, head over to patreon.com slash Music. Your support means that the research and time and effort that goes into each one of these episodes can continue, and we can reach out to more guests and do more awesome things in 2022. All right. Back to the conversation. So if we were to go see Matt Chrisman, we have a session with you. What does that look on look like? Like, what do you work on? I walk in and I'm like, yo, man, my wrist has been bothering me. I've been playing guitar. What would I look for from you? So, you know, we'll probably do like a postural analysis first, kind of see how everything's looking from the cranium down to the shoulders, to the pelvis, all the way down to your feet, your knees and feet. Uh, we'll kind of take some measurements, kind of see what's going on, see what the issue, uh, where the issue is stemming from versus, you know, blindly chasing symptoms. So we kind of take these measurements, kind of see where things at in that case. And then with you, you probably, with your case, if you're dealing with like wrist issues, kind of probably deal with a lot of the forearm muscles, like the extensors and flexors. So you got your extensors, which is the forearm muscles on top and then the flexors, which is the muscles bottom core. So we would probably address those and kind of see, uh because those refer, can refer pain all the way down to all the way down to the fingers so we definitely uh we'll work those muscles and anything else in between that we can find that kind of help you know alleviate that pain and get you back to playing pain-free living yeah that is awesome so have um, you always been into fitness if not what made you get started because I, re- I remember like I said I keep kind of going back but I remember us in high school um and we were both fit kids like you weren't yeah. overweight by any means but the next time I saw you in college you're like this big buff guy who's like seven sizes too small of clothing and we're like oh my god I feel so bad about myself I shouldn't have eaten those Oreos Matt's over here looking all cool um yeah. so when did that fitness thing start uh probably around junior high you know I played football and like yeah. from elementary school up till high school so um, so I'd say, I'd say prior sometime between like, I think I want to say eighth and ninth grade is when I really started like lifting weights, uh, just for football purposes and things like that. And my dad actually got me into, I've always kind of been into it. Like my dad had like all these muscle fitness magazines and flex magazines and all that. And I would, you know, take a look at them all the time and be mesmerized by all these muscular guys. I'm like, holy crap, you know? Yeah. So that's what kind of got me into the whole fitness realm. And, uh, also I've been competing actually in amateur bodybuilding since 2009 so still do it i uh took a year off and uh plan on getting back 
to doing on stage stuff and in 23 Jordan year. So, but yeah, that's, um, that's my plans. That's how I got into fitness and kind of where I'm at today with it as well. So I still, you know, I'm in my off season in a sense. I was trying to put on some, you know, good amount of size on before I, you know, cut down and get on stage. Crazy. Don't let him fool you. When he says off season, he does not mean work wise. This guy's flying like all over the US, like doing all these meetings and learning more and like treating people one on one. It's it's silly. How cool you are, silly. You tick me off, but no, not really. All right. So do you think so this podcast we talk about everything mental health and i think it's common sense that physical health has an effect on your mental health but have you seen that firsthand oh oh yeah for sure um i don't know if i mentioned to you before like there's a study of uh there's a study out there where um you know mental health awareness month was what, a few months ago yeah so there's like new studies out. i told you before like uh pretty much like the foods you eat and overall quality of your diet can have a huge impact on your mood and uh, mental health. So fortunately, um, the association between poor diet quality and depression, anxiety, uh, is becoming more and more uh, established in the research. So, which is, which is good. So, you know, it says, you know, those who consume an unhealthy diet, high and processed and refined foods, uh, are much higher risk of uh, experiencing mental health issues uh, compared to those eating primarily nutrient dense foods. Uh, but which, you know, this is no surprise because, you know, unhealthy foods can cause inflammation in the body, uh, inflammation, uh, and inflammation can be a major contributor to uh, anxiety and depression has been, it's been shown to do that. Uh, and then in the study that I was referencing, um, those uh, in the, and I think in the diagram, there's 38 young adults with moderate to high levels of depression. Uh, and they participated uh, in a study to see if changing their nutritional habits would improve their depressive symptoms. Um, so they were instructed to increase their intake of vegetables, fruits, lean meats, uh, healthy oils, nuts, omega-3s, turmeric, and uh, cinnamon. Uh, they were also instructed to decrease uh, to um, decrease their consumption of refined and processed foods, which usually include like any prepackaged food uh, with you know multiple ingredients. And then uh, this diet lasted for about three weeks and led to a significant uh, decrease in depressive symptoms. Um, so, and they also experienced uh, improvements in anxiety and stress. So the cool thing about this study is that the researchers did a follow-up with participants and found the improvements in depression were actually maintained three months after the study. So, you know, mental health issues are complex and multifaceted, but, you know, don't overlook how much of an impact improving your diet can have on how you feel. Because what I also learned uh, is your gut, your second brain. So it has all these different neurons and things like that in your, in your stomach lining. And it can cause moods. Like you ever ate a bad meal and you're just like, God, I don't really, I feel sluggish. I don't, I'm in a bad mood, you know, things like that. So yeah, Absolutely. definitely can play effect on, you know, uh, your role in uh, mental health and your overall mood. So definitely, uh, definitely I would say that, you know, diet and, plays a huge role in that and of course you know they've shown also studies exercise obviously helps improve you know serotonin levels 
norepinephrine, all that stuff to help, you know, the good dopamine as well. And people who exercise at least, you know, three times a week for 30 minutes, they notice an improvement in their mental health in the clarity and the overall the way they feel. So, yeah, absolutely. I had my youngest niece over this past weekend. Um, and so I went to the store and bought all the things that she loves, right? She's like right. eight. So we bought everything processed that was ever made. And so I ate like that for like two days and you can legit feel it take over your body in just two days. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to be a couch potato. And then it just seems like an endless cycle of you get addicted to that sugar, that processed food, and then you feel like sure. crap. And so it's just over yeah. and over and over. Because, you know, it can change your can change your gut lining. So yeah. the way you process and digest food. So definitely That's crazy to um, think about. Yeah. So just certain things, little things like that. I mean, it's okay to do every once in a while, but doing it consistently, things like that can definitely play a negative effect on your overall health and obviously mental health as well. Oh, I believe that. Absolutely. So for you, just between me and you, mm-hmm. how often do you have a cheat day? Uh, cheat like, day? like when's the last time you had a piece of cake? Oh, I had a piece of cake like over the past weekend. I had my parents <laughs> took them out, out to dinner. So we had some cream brulee. Yeah. And then actually oh. one of the neighborhood kids next door, he's actually, they just moved here not too long ago. He's very sweet. He had a birthday. He came over and brought us a cake from his birthday cake. I was like, man, it's very sweet of him. That is so but nice. Yeah, I devoured that cake. It was fantastic. But yeah, <laughs> I necessarily well, you- don't. Yeah, where does it go? Like you have zero percent fat. I guess I guess it's balance, right? Well, yeah, I mean, create balance, right? Um, as far as for me, I stay pretty. I don't know. I don't really necessarily have a cheat day. Um, I have like a cheat meal, maybe once or twice. More, more, more so on the one than twos. But, but yeah, I have a cheat meal. Like I'll go out to dinner with my wife and take her out to a restaurant we never tried before. That's what we like to do. And uh, yeah, so I'll pretty much order the whole menu almost but no I, I mean I'm in my off season now I'm like literally consuming I'm probably consuming about 4,500 calories a day oh my god that would start like coming out my ears yeah we got it that's gotta insane eat, gotta eat, bro yeah and I'm still I'm still hungry I think I think that in my off season I think the peak I got in my calories was, was 5,800 I was consuming oh over, my gosh yeah I was consuming over 1,200 grams of carbs a day. Wow. So the average, for people that don't know, isn't it like 1,200 calories is what they recommend for the daily intake? Uh, It depends on like, yeah, uh, I'd say 15. I'd say 1,500 would be probably more suffice. Well, 2,000 calories. You know, the the daily value average, I guess, what they do total is 2,000. Okay. depending Depending on your activity and how much you move and, Things like that, it could it could base from person to person on their yeah. caloric needs. So yeah, in the grand scheme, you're eating enough for like three people. Probably, yeah. Uh, My grocery bill is pretty expensive each month, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. So yeah. okay, so you have these cheat meals with your wife, which I love. All right, so talking about physical health, mental health, you've got the physical health part down, you've got the balance down, but we still have bad days. That's just part of life. You're gonna have bad days. You're gonna have days where you don't feel that great. What does self care look like for Matt? What What do you do to practice self care? Self care for me is um, gratitude each morning. Right. Good one. So wake up. You know, be grateful that you're breathing, your family, you have a house over your head, you know, and you have people that love you and care about you. So 
being grateful for the big things, but also grateful for the small things as well. So I say start every day with a grateful heart because yeah. uh, you practice gratitude daily. It can multiply and it, and it can bring better things into your life. I really, really believe that. Uh, and another way I do self-care is um, obviously going to the gym, yeah. you know, uh, working out. I'll probably work out 45 minutes to an hour, depending on, but, uh, you know, get my daily workouts. I go about five days a week for myself, uh, two rest days. And another way self-care is the food that you eat. Right. So yeah. that's why I tell people and then, you know, in your zoo at home, right in the zoo at home and my dog. So that's, uh, and hang out with my wife. Those are all self-care for me. So that's kind of yeah. what I do play a part of to help my sanity, my mental health and yeah. keep my physical health as well, uh, going. So, through gratitude, working out, nutrition, and hanging out with my my little farm animals here, my little <laughs> my fur dogs here. Um, yeah. My, so yeah, I love that. That sounds that sounds pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie. That sounds pretty yeah. relaxing. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, Thoroughly I enjoy. I could definitely get you know reset. And I'll probably see. I don't know. I'll probably average six to I don't know six to seven people a day almost. What uh, you're looking at? What six to seven? I don't know. You look at six to seven. So it's like an hour appointment each one. Yeah. So you're spending seven, eight, seven to eight hours of, and then between clients too. So I'm spending almost 10 hours of my day around people, which I love people. But sure. You need a break though. You just want to reset, right? So I don't yeah. want to see anybody but my dogs <laughs> and my wife. That's it. Yeah. So to be honest, you come home, you're super fit. You're like an expert at massages. How often do you get home and your wife's like, babe? Give me a massage. Oh God, all the time. <laughs> I'm not. I can't yeah. even blame her. I cannot even uh, blame her. No, it's like you know, it's a luxury for her too. But I was like, if you're good, um, yeah. You, be nice. she, you may have to like pencil her in your schedule. Be like, you owe much, me. I pencil myself in. I was like, I don't know. The schedule looks pretty full. <laughs> I, was like, I probably booked up a month in advance. But no, she gets her. <laughs> she gets her tidbits here and there. So she 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 gets some work done. Actually, I love it. Actually worked with my parents when they were here this past week too. So oh wow, that's awesome. Keep them going. Talk about family time. Pop them into shape. Yep, let's go. That's awesome. All right. So, how can the average person stay fit and avoid all these aches and pains that they end up having to treat? So, like me, I'm not a bodybuilder. So, how can I get started in the direction where, like, I, my back maybe doesn't hurt as much, my knees? Um, move. Movement, your your body's meant to move. You're not supposed to be sedentary, right? We come from the hunter-gatherer days, right? Yeah. It's like, they don't know what standing still is. They're always working to get food. They're always working to move to, you know, make a fire or find wood, find food, you know, all that. They, uh, they're always, they were all, always constantly moving. Not saying they weren't in pain, right? But, you know, your body's not meant to be sedentary. It's just somehow we got conditioned to comfort, right? So you got to do some things that get you out of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, you grow in discomfort. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. What do they say? A body in motion stays in motion. A body in rest just sits in rest. Absolutely. And uh, in, in more pain. Yeah. So got a lot of people, you know, that are desk jockeys, right? They're sitting at desks all the day, right? And constantly have low back pain, constantly have neck pain because they're working on a computer all day they're like this they've got forehead posture which unfortunately that's going to be another epidemic where tech's neck 
So I call, they're always looking at their phone, right? So uh, that's going to be another thing I'll be working on in the future with probably a bunch of kids, sadly, because they're always looking at the iPads and they already have phones. So neck issues are going to be up on the rise at some point, unfortunately, but we can always, um, you know, prevent that from doing different motions. Like I'm a huge fan of doing like, like morning routines or nightly routines okay. as well. We're doing both. Like it's called cars controlled articular rotations. So it's okay. basically moving the joint through its active ranges of motion. Uh, you got neck cars, you got shoulder cars, you got hip cars, you got all sorts of different ones to kind of help facilitate better movement patterns, better ranges of motion. And, uh, and it actually can help mitigate injury and it also can help mitigate pain. So it's just depending on how consistent you want to be with it. I mean, it's, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it like for 30 minutes. You know, I mean, if you, you can do it literally five minutes, do a couple rounds here and there. I mean, it's not just neck circles. It's just sure. like an example of a neck car kind of stand up like so and uh, kind of say, put yourself grounded into the, into the floor, kind of like you're stuck in the cement, right? You kind of just, you want to flex your neck, you know, dip your chin down all the way to the collarbone, scrape the collarbone with the chin. It's almost like you're making a big circle and then you laterally flex, come up. All around, laterally flex to the other side, go down, scrape the collarbone with your chin again, and then you want to reverse the other side. So that's kind of a neck car you could have with some neck issues or neck pain. Um, I've actually had a client who had neck surgery. He was getting tinglings down in his fingers, right? So did some musculature work and had to do some cars along with it afterwards. And after he did a few rounds of the cars, his the tingling sensation in his fingers stopped. So wow. he does it daily. Yeah, absolutely. Small things you can do. So those are those are cars, which is called controlled articular rotations. You can always that's what actually what I just got certified in, which is called FRC, functional range conditioning. So you can always type in on Google FRC cars or FRC neck cars, and they can show you a tutorial of how to do these different ranges of motions. They also have a um, a morning routine as well. So you, it goes from your neck to your shoulders to your spine and to your hips and to your ankles, knees. Yeah. That's so awesome. movement, movement helps keep everything moving like they should. Yeah. Heck yeah. Just get up and move. So yeah. So if somebody like me, just get up, move some things around, pop it back into place. Cause we all get stiff yeah. a little bit. That's awesome. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Cool. YouTube YouTube's a good source. It absolutely. is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can't find anyone. I mean, I can do online stuff. I've done okay. online consults as well. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I have online consults with a lot of people from the UK uh people in uh germany uh switzerland so nice. canada yeah i have a lot of what? people in canada too that's so, yeah. crazy that is too cool yeah. i love it yeah. so um, i got a i got a pretty decent reach yeah so, yeah that's awesome. I love it, man. Thank you so, so much for tuning in for just taking time out of your busy schedule to chit chat with me. I appreciate that. It means so, so much. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I got one more for you. I always ask people, what advice would you give? So relating it to you, what advice would you give the listeners who are wanting to ease back into physical fitness? Like I know you mentioned maybe those daily, like the morning routine or the night routine, but what's something easy they can do to start like their physical journey? Um, to the physical journey. I mean, I believe in uh, having a coach. So oh, I have a coach on my plan. Uh, uh, when, and for I have a coach for my for my stuff. Like he writes out my workouts. He writes out my diet. That way I don't have to think about it. You know, 
Uh, I believe coaches, even coaches have coaches. Like um, I talked to one of my good friends. He's a public speaker as well, owns a nine-figure business, 10-figure business, nine-figure business, whatever. Um, and uh, he even has a mentor. So mentors have mentors. Yeah. So, and why not, why not get a coach to help make, facilitate that process of getting your nutrition right or your physical fitness right? I mean, that's probably the, probably the number one thing to do, in my opinion. If you're totally lost in the gym, things like that, find someone who you have good rapport with or have a good, have a good, you know, um, base with and kind of see where they can take you and help you in the, in regards to your fitness, whether it's, you know, internal health or physical health. So um, definitely there's people out there. There's many resources, there's clean accounts in person. There's people that are online that can help if you're comfortable with that, that do, you know, they actually do zoom or loom videos. Oh, wow. My code, I do my check-ins and uh, he'll send me a whole loom video of um, screen sharing my plan with it and going over like, Hey, this is what you did this week. And you know, you said you're feeling this way. So let's change this. And he also gives you a reason why he's making these certain changes and what should happen or what, you know? So, yeah, I think to get people started on the journey is to find a good, reliable and knowledgeable coach to help them yeah. with their finish journey. So, yeah. and then other simple things to do also, if you don't want even want to do that, it's just get out and walk, walk, get set a goal for yourself, 10,000 steps a day, you know, you know, do something that's uncomfortable. There's, um, there's a program by Andy Frisella, who's uh, an acquaintance. Uh, he owns First Form Nutrition, and uh, he has a big podcast called The Real AF. Um, he uh, does a lot of personal development. He has a program called 75 Hard. Hmm. So if you want something that's challenging, that gives you out of your comfort zone, it's, uh, it's not like a bodybuilding diet or anything. It's like literally you drink a gallon a day. You work out twice a day for 40 minutes. One has to be indoor, one has to be outdoor. Uh, you have to read 10 pages of a personal development book. Not listen, not audio book, but actually read a physical book 10 pages a day. It's a whole thing. And if you miss one day and you don't check all the boxes in one day, you have to start all over. Oh, so let's wow. say if you're let's say if your day let's say if your day 40, you know, you have to, you know, 35 some days left and it's like okay you didn't drink a full gallon of water or you missed your second workout you have to start all the way over from day one wow so, that's so crazy. yeah 35 challenge. not only does it develop you physically but also develops you mentally as well as you know your personal development as well that's so pretty crazy that's, that's another little thing you're looking into if you want a nice little challenge you know like i said earlier you know there's growth and discomfort so if you're always comfortable, then something isn't right. You're not growing. So yeah. you all seek discomfort to uh, grow and want yourself to be a better person inside. Yeah. I love that. That is awesome. I feel like a coach is common sense, but something that you don't think about. You're like, why can't I get myself to do this? I've watched these videos, blah, blah, blah. But we all right. need a motivator and a mentor. Sure. Yeah. I Kinda love that. Yeah, direction. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be going in blindly right there's yeah. a lot of people that go in the gym they're like okay i don't know what to do with this you'll be seeing maybe a lot of them doing these certain machines and it's like they're not doing it right and yeah that's me they get they get embarrassed right it's like okay i'm not coming back here thousand percent i hate the gym because of that right there i'll walk in i i'm physically shaped like a spaghetti noodle 
And so I walk in and you imagine me trying to do these machines and like, I don't know how to do them. It's very intimidating. And I imagine everyone's staring at me. So I just need to get me a coach. Right. Absolutely. If you're training a coach who knows what they're talking about, has a background of, you know, that has degrees or some type of national certification that can help get you to where you want to be. So no, don't fall for, don't fall for someone that wants to take advantage of you. That's for sure. Yeah, That's an any aspect. I was like, if you need to, uh, if you need me to do some betting, I'm pretty good with that. That's awesome. (laughs) I love that so much. That is awesome. Matt, it's a pleasure knowing you. I watched you grow up from, from like this teeny tiny little dude to this huge buff, like super successful guy. It has been awesome watching your journey. I'm so excited to continue to see you grow. And man, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. uh, Yeah to see everything you're doing too so keep yeah. keep going keep growing and keep making things happen for yourself i love it all right guys we will catch you later matt we'll be in touch i'll be checking on you before too long yeah yeah i appreciate it see you. all right y'all have a good one if you enjoyed this conversation and are interested in becoming a sponsor feel free to shoot me an email at townsendteamusic at hotmail.com or shoot me a message on any social media platform at Townsend Team Music for more information. I would love for you to become a member to help spread awareness that you're not alone. If you're looking to buy or sell, I have the perfect realty company for you. Clark & Co. Realty is located in the Benton, Bryant, Arkansas area. And they understand that buying or selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's a life-changing experience. That's why their team of highly seasoned real estate professionals is dedicated to providing exceptional, personalized services for all their clients. They truly take great pride in the relationships they build, and they always work relentlessly on the client's behalf to help them achieve their perfect real estate goals. They always have the client in mind, and I can speak firsthand when I say how reliable, trustworthy, and quick they were. When I was looking to buy my first home, they were there with me every step of the way, answering every question I could think of. They showed me a great amount of knowledge and patience through the process. It's no wonder they've won so many awards for their outstanding services and their excellent relationships with clients. So if you're looking to buy or sell, there is no better option than Clark & Co Realty.